Hey guys, my name is Craig Clark and welcome to the Driven Podcast. I'm here as a life coach and motivational speaker and I will be using my special tool set to transform your life every Wednesday. You can find me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. I'll be giving you hints and tips as well as doing interviews to give you guys the best info to take your life to the next level. So if you're walking, working, driving or listening as you relax, please, please, please enjoy. So growing up, I know I was influenced a lot by Kung Fu movies and this is because my dad my dad we used to sit down a lot and we used to watch a lot of kung fu movies uh, especially those that were in the realm of like you've got drunken master you've got cantonese style boxing you've got iron bridge you've got iron monkey there's a whole host of them there was tons of kung fu's we used to watch over the years and so looking at this i'm just saying that like this is something that really has shaped who I am as a person. Um I got into martial arts a little bit when I was younger as well. You know what I mean? Um there was a whole bunch of things that we did because kung fu movies exist. Even the way we used to play outside with my brother and other family members, we used to just pretend to be martial artists, you know. So just looking at this, we just know that this is something that really has influenced heavily influenced my life and my family's life. And this is because my dad used to do karate when he was younger. Apparently, <laughs> the story goes that him and my uncle used to fight and almost break down the house um, when they were like in their teens and growing up. So just looking at this, we know that, yeah, this is something that's real and something that like I know it affected my dad um, when he was growing up and he used to go into the cinemas and watch these kung fu movies as they came out and then want to go and fight everybody that <laughs> they saw on the road but for me it was something that we used to watch when we were younger and if you look at it now and you're watching it now it probably comes in like power rangers a little bit but i probably enjoy this a lot more than i would ever watch um and enjoy a power rangers movie or film or whatever it is but i'm just saying we just grew up with this from when we was younger to now. And it's not so much the action we used to pay attention to. Um, well, maybe when we was younger, we used to. But as you get older, it's not that we're paying attention to. It's the stories that were behind it and the way they told the stories. They were very good storytellers. Uh, Ka Long, the person who directed the movie, he was really, he's really good at telling a story. And if you watch his movies, you'll be able to tell that his movies, like they inspire you in a certain way. And the way he used to capture the way certain people used to move or zoom in on a certain pay, uh, face. He used to be quite, have quite quiet tones in movies and stuff. So these things are the things that we used to see and watch in movies. But going back to this, uh, the 36 Chambers of Shaolin one of my favorite movies if not probably my favorite kung fu movie yeah definitely my favorite kung fu movie stars um gordon Liu, who's a legend of a kung fu actor so i know he knows the the basis of his martial arts as well you could catch him in films like kill bill as well in both parts he was um one of the masters and he was also one of the crazy 88 as well so he he 
he's really, really, really just one of the top-notch kung fu artists you could ever catch around. And so this story follows the story of a young guy who is growing up in a society where there's a tyrant regime that is trying to that is running and taking over a, a particular part of the city. And so this regime has really stepped in i think they're called the manchus they've stepped in and they're running the city in a bad way they're tyrants they're like beating up people taking money doing whatever they're doing they're the bad guys so this young guy's in school his name is luta um lute sorry i'm saying it wrong um and basically he is he is going to school and he's learning about the rebellion and as people are dying there's rebels being killed here and there and so he joins with his teacher who is part of the rebellion and his teacher starts to teach him little pieces about um growing up and being a a rebel rebel against these manchus and so what you'll find out is that luther he has this inner in a like striving or goal to go against these people and to take back what he actually lost from them so throughout the time what you'll see is his family gets killed his friends get killed they're still like taken over the his town where he grew up and so he comes up with the idea to go to Shaolin after seeing somebody like demonstrate a little bit of kung fu or martial arts he decides to go to shaolin temple in hopes to learn to kung fu and to come back and save the lives of the people from his from the tyrant regime that's taken over the town so as you could imagine this has really affected his life it's affected the people he grew up with the town he grew up in his parents his family it's affecting everybody so if you're looking at it this is what he needs to do as a mission which we'll go into in later parts um in in his life so but within this film there are many gems there's so many gems to take away you know what i mean so there's things that you need to grasp hold and like i said to you earlier these are the things we used to watch when we were younger and these are the things that used to affect us and make us want to do better and you know even learn kung fu just learn about the shaolin way learn about all these different things that were going on um strengthen your body strengthen your mind strengthen your spiritual strength as well so there's all these things but his teacher really taught him taught him about um sacrificing for a righteous cause and this like this is ingrained into uh the young luther when he's younger um before he gets to um the shaolin school before he gets there he's learned most of this he's it's impacted his brain because of the thing he was learning and then seeing it act out in his village in his society where like people were being sacrificed for a righteous cause there was a part where and they caught one of the rebels and they killed him and hanged him for people to see and as he walked past everybody was laughing and joking and saying you know what, what what's this for and then one of the guys was laughing and luther turned around and said he's a hero and he got overheard by one of the generals so just looking at that you understand and know that in actual fact this guy is special he's got it all ingrained in him the system that he needs in order to function and do the things that he needs to do but you'd see that he's trying to make his way over to shaolin so he can learn to 
he can learn the kung fu and he can come back and teach the people so they can stand up for themselves and so what you find is he goes on this journey he's captured he's caught along the way he's injured along the way he gets to this um to this is it cafe or would you call it a restaurant and when he gets there it's like he finds out that they he's not able to make it to the end of his journey he's not able to get to the place he wants to get to because at the end of the day like he's not strong enough he's been injured and he's traveled a long way so one of the guys in the cafe shop or whatever it is the restaurant tells him that you know what the Shaolin monks are down there the the students are down there you might want to catch a ride with them and so in this part what you see is he uses his mind he's got this determination and so he's able to put himself in a place where he's used his mind and got into the baskets and he's become very resourceful which is something we'll come up later come up with later he's become very resourceful and he's gone into um, the baskets where they've packed the food so they're able to carry him through the gates of Shaolin without noticing so once he's inside of Shaolin because they're never going to let him in they've already told him in the film that he's never going to be allowed in there they don't teach people outside of Shaolin they teach people um, in a certain way so he's probably too old or he's come from a different um, part of society and he doesn't he doesn't they, they're not going to teach him just just down to that so use his head he gets in there he sneaks into the basket he gets through the gates and he's inside the shaolin and he gets up and then he's able to make it and talk to people so i'm i'm just looking at this and the lessons i'm taking away from it i'm going to try and break it down as we go along it's like he's got this determination to keep going He's had to watch his friends, his family die, like his dad killed, he got killed while he was trying to save him from being like captured by the Manchus. So he really needed to get back, get into Shaolin and give back to the community that he grew up in so that they could de defend themselves. Because as he said, it's a righteous cause. This is something he needs to do for himself. You know what I mean? For people to be strong and to be free. So like I said to you before, it's not that he 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 didn't have resources. He didn't have the resources. He didn't have anything to make it in there. But he became resourceful. And Luther became so resourceful throughout this movie, you will see. And there's certain things that you will see within him that I looked into and I was able to take on for myself. And it's kind of things that I think about for myself because he's had to make sure that he had this drive and this passion were always connected to his goal and I connect a lot of this stuff to myself when I'm going about my day-to-day -day and trying to accomplish certain things I make sure that my goals and my determination is attached to like certain things and certain drives within me so if I think about it like firstly I need to work for my immediate family my immediate family need me they need certain things of me my missus you know what I mean this household it, they need certain things from me so I have to push I have to do what I gotta do and next I would think about probably my parents and my outer family you know and making sure that they're proud of me and they get to taste the fruits of my labor before they disappear from the face of this earth so I'm making sure that I'm, I'm pushing daily to accomplish certain things and become more than what I am you might, and then I think about my missus, how she has pushed and she has pushed herself and made sure that she was successful in a certain way um, so that she's able to give back to her child and she's able to make her child like see that she's an example. 
you have to be able to do these things she's able to like push and earn more and become more and see more and be more and for that i'm proud of her you know and um, i think about this with other women who are single mothers and they don't exactly do these things they might sit there and live off the government you know uh, be lazy and don't want to get out there and work you know they make up excuses and stuff like that and i've seen it on a day-to-day -day basis and so you have to think about how people's mindset are when it comes to these things and how they're actually making themselves really rely on the system and rely on other people rather than getting themselves to the place where they're able to make a change for themselves for their kids for their family and for the people around them they don't want to sit there don't sit there and just become that if you're one of these people and you're listening to this don't sit there and become that you are able to do more i've seen it and i've always known that this is the way i'm seeing my sister she does stuff as well she's she's got kids you know what i mean and she's married she's got kids and that but she's still going out and doing her thing and i've watched a single mother do it as well so therefore you are able to go and do things don't just sit there and allow the situations to overtake you you're able to go out there and accomplish so much and do so much so i want you to go out there and do this but um back to the film like i didn't notice before but in basically the Shaolin Temple, they've changed his name. They changed it from Luther to um, Sante. So it it's, sounds like Santa, but it's not it's Sante. Um, they changed his name and it's a big thing. And it's a big thing for a few reasons. Like changing your name, it's like something you do and you can do this and feel like a brand new person, a new person inside. You know, you change your identity. You're able, it's like emptying a cup. And being able to fill it with something else. It's like wearing a mask also. So if you're telling everybody. Like my name's Craig. But if I tell everybody. You know my name's David. Then it feels strange to me. But I'm able to act in a certain way. To be a different kind of name. So I'm able to change my character. To suit that. So it's it's of the same kind of thing. It's the same thing you probably see. Like inside of all these superhero movies. Where people wear masks and stuff like that. It's a way. And once people change their name, it's like a disassociation from the past in order to go into the future and do something new, do something better with yourself and to be something bigger and better. There's nothing better than doing that. If you do this, yeah, if you change your name, I'm not telling you to go out there and change your name, by the way. I'm just saying the effect it will have on you. Um, and it's just a disassociation from your old life. But I think about this as well. So like back in slavery days they used to disassociate somebody from their old life by giving them a new name you know and keeping them away from people they knew and this is what happened to Luther he doesn't have anybody he hasn't gone into Shalom the temple with anybody but himself his friends have died along the way you know his family is dead as well and he's had to go and make this journey this sacrifice sacrificial journey into Shaolin so that he can come back and teach the people and even get revenge for all the deaths that are being caused anyway so he's he's able to do these things because he's disassociated from his past disassociated from everybody and he's able to focus and if you can get that mindset where you focus you don't need to disassociate yourself maybe as people are dragging you down like at one point i was being dragged down in a certain way and i had to disassociate myself from old friends so that i'm able to restore brand new habits within myself so that i won't be in that way no more. i won't be that way where i'm doing all these bad things or having bad habits or you know it, these are the things you need to do and so when i look at lute i do kind of 
relate to that in that way that I must make the changes possible in order to make sure that I get to the places I want to get to so like I was saying to you it's like doing that and then also where you want to put on new clothes like I remember buying like when I bought my first suit and I thought I was so dapper my parents used to buy me suit but when I bought my own the things that I thought was my style and I, used to, I thought I was so dapper I walked to a different walk you know I bought the shoes to match a nice tie and that and I used to walk around so dapper I still do every now and again when I do put on some good um a good suit or something I still feel like you know yeah I'm dapper and the shoes are clean you know and like the fresh haircut and that and then walking um it's especially if I've worked out for the last year or so that's good you know what I mean so I'm just trying to say that these are the things you need to consider if you want to make those permanent changes in your life it's distancing yourself from certain people that are dragging you down you know have that kind of confidence with yourself and create your own new name um, I think it, biblically you look at the story of Jacob and he changed his name to Israel and that changed like basically the whole meaning of or the, the, the restore sorry so this is changing the rest of the history of the Bible is there's a change that, that happens after this happens so you see that Jacob he goes he wrestles with an angel they say he wrestles with God but we, we, there's interpretations of how that is seen and even within the biblical text you see that it's either he's wrestled he's wrestled with an angel or he's wrestled with somebody of a different divine power and he's able to overcome that person by holding on even though his his um hip was dislocated he was able to hold on and to wrestle with this person until the daytime and then this person gave him a blessing which mainly changed his name and it became something different and there's a disassociation from Jacob when he changes his name from Jacob to Israel he's then that all those stuff where you hear he used to do all these things where he um cheated he lied you know what I mean he did all these things it was disassociated with him and now he's the father of many nations so you've got Abraham Isaac and they still call him Jacob but it should be Israel so you're looking at this and you're seeing this and so I'm telling you to take on the same concepts for yourself you know what you don't have to change your name but you need to change your attitude give yourself let your let your work go ahead and create this name for you you know so like I remember when I was younger and I was working in a certain place. Everybody was working hard. And I was I was quite I was a little bit lazy at that time, but um I still did the work. And then I changed my attitude and said, In actual fact, I'm a grafter. I'm a grafter. I'm gonna graft. I'm gonna work hard and make sure that you know what? Everybody knows that I'm a grafter. And within about three to four months of working in that place, everybody saw me and said, Yo, this guy's a grafter, this guy's a hard worker. And that's this the name change you want to have. Not so much the physical name change, going out there and changing your name from Sally to Anne or from George to Michael. You, <laughs> George Michael. But you, it's not so much that. It's making that way where you make that change inside of your mind. And so what happens is you make that change uh, on the outside as well. So people start to recognize you and call you a certain thing. But that's within me anyway. But now you go back into the film and Sante is now inside the, the Shaolin temple and basically <laughs> he asks to go into training so he's inside the temple he, first off actually let's go back a bit 
he has actually made it in the temple. He's, he's had to go and ask for them to accept him into the temple because he wants to make sure that he does what he has dreamed about. He does those things that, you know what, he's actually aimed for. He knows he has a mission. He has a mission that he needs to go and accomplish. So what does he do? He goes and talks to his um, his master or one of the masters and says, I need to stay. And so they showed mercy to him and they made him stay. So you have to also remember that in order to do this, you have to work hard. You have to try and get to the places you want to get to. You have to put yourself in the positions to get to the place. He knew the best school would have been the Shaolin Temple. And that's the only place he went to. You know, so this is the thing you have to remember. Go after what you want. After a year or so, he kind of like is there and he's in the temple now. And he's like, I've been here for a year. What happens now? I want to do boxing. And he goes, all you have to do is ask. You have to ask. He remembered, number one, he remembered his mission for over a year. And number two, he went and asked. And as soon as he went and asked, they said to him, you know, all you had to do is ask. We'll put you forward into the, um, doing what you want to do. They asked him, you know what, which, where do you want to start? And he goes, I want to start at the highest point of Kung Fu, which if you look at it, is a stupid thing because it's like within Kung Fu, within martial arts, it takes decades of practice in order to perfect certain things, in order to make sure that your body's used to the certain things that it's going to go through. So to start at the top is not the best. You know, it's not the thing you should actually do. And there's been times in my life where I've kind of tried to hasten and get past certain things without going back and doing, I don't know, just having certain knowledge. I tried to fill out. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was younger and I filled out an application form for a job that, paid like 120k and i had no knowledge of this thing and i could and i answered the the application form very very truthfully um and i was surprised that i didn't really get a hair back get a call back but this is young thinking you know um you need to make sure you know your basics you have to know your basics it takes decades of practice decades of work it takes all this hard work, patience, perseverance, all those things to make it to the place where you want to get to, you know, and um, it's unfair of you to try and think you are going to walk past everybody else who has put in that hard work, who has been motivated and dedicated and just to walk into a certain place and get where you want to get to. So Luther, you were wrong for that. You shouldn't have done that. But um, he learned the lesson because when he got there, they, they kind of chased him out. They pushed him out using... Um, Kung Fu that he doesn't even, he's never seen in his life before. So he said, okay, I'm going to go back and learn from a, a, a different one. So he's gone back a few spaces and he's gone to a place where he has to cross, like there's a ditch in the floor with some water and everybody has to jump across these pieces of wood to make it to the other side and then go and eat. And so if you look at this, he doesn't know, he's never done this before. But he tries to do it and he falls in the water. He wasn't allowed in to go and eat until he was dry. He dried his clothes, gone in, couldn't make it. And so um, he, everybody's eaten. He tries to eat from the teacher's side of the room. And they said, nope, you can't do that. You need to learn. So once again, he goes back. The next day he comes back to try and eat again. He tries to climb across the wall. He gets hit into the water. And he's just like, he doesn't know. He doesn't make it. So... What happens is, and I think this is my favorite part of 
kung fu movies that I like to see. It happens in a few kung fu movies. But you hear where, or you see where, like, the martial artist, what happens is he's gone away and he's cleaning up and he's doing the dishes and all that as a punishment. And he stops and he starts to practice. Now, this is the this is where it comes in. And I don't think I fully took the lessons when I was younger away from this about what it is. But now that I'm older, I, I do try and do this, which is you go, what you do in the dark is show in the daytime. And so what you see is Sante, he goes and he practices, he practices and practices until he gets it. And the next day he goes and he goes to eat and everybody's crossed over and they stop and look back at him. Mama with confidence walks up to this water. He jumps onto one of the logs, holding his leg in one hand and he jumps off, putting his other leg through that leg. It's like b-boy dance way. It's like a um, the way you would see um, somebody do um, break dancing when he was younger. And I think they probably got it from this I'm not, I would not be surprised if they got it from this um, film at all. But seeing all this, yeah, you know that he, the practice is what makes perfect. It's not it's not perfect. It's perfect practice makes perfect. But uh, somebody else says it's not perfect. It's not practice that makes perfect. It makes permanent, you know. So it's these things you have to remember as you go through life. You can't just get to where you need to get to by just getting there. You need to have patience, perseverance, hard work, you know, and dedication. And so you see this in this film. He has to do his what he's got to do, you know. And then what happens is the teachers break the wood into pieces and he has to go and do it again. So once again, what happens is, is he's sleeping at night. Nobody's making it. Everybody's jumping into the water. Teacher gives examples and stuff like that. But what happens is, He's sleeping at night. Nobody's able to make it over dry. They have to dry their clothes and then go and eat and everything. But Lute's still thinking about this in his dream. And he's like, okay, I've got to go practice. He gets up in the night. He goes and practices until he gets it. He has to get almost skim across the water and across the pieces of wood to make it to the other side. So he learns and then he goes on to the next chamber of Shaolin. So, you know what I mean? It's like I'm saying to you... Um, the saying of Dr. Eric Thomas from the Secret of Success podcast. And thank God it's Monday, uh, TGIM. I used to watch them, man. I watched them since it was about, I don't know, since 2010, 2009, 10. I used to watch him like periodically um, and then obsessively at one point. But he's, he's saying is saying that basically hard work outdoes talent every time. And sometimes we have to put in those extra hours to get what we need to get out of life. You know what? You see people that are talented at one thing and they're stuck at that one thing because they, they're talented at it and they just do what they got to do. Uh, it's like I remember all those rappers back in the day. They used to rap, 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 rap. And they were very talented and they had all this flow and all that. And they never made it. But the other person that used to work hard at doing the things and getting not just the rapping but they had that business sense and that social sense and all that stuff and they'd learn about how other people made it and then they made it and stayed away from all these other destructive things they're the people that made it and so it this is what it's about you have to learn all these things to make it to your next level 
and everything life is about levels if you make it to one level you stay there and then you go to the next and stay there and you have to work at it though you have to work when you get to the level it's not just you work and you start you've got into it just like Lute has got into um Shaolin he could have stayed there sweeping but it's that advancement into the next stages is that that's what he wanted and so he was able to advance to the next and to the next and go up the ladder it's not about staying in the same place he was going up and up and up the ladder and so you see here where he's made it through one test he goes to the next he's carrying water up to strengthen his arms with spikes he does that so well until he starts helping everybody else and once again he's got that drive and that mission within him to keep going and to keep going and once again he's at another place where he has to hit the bell uh, with a hammer on uh, a long stick which hurts his wrist but it's to build up his wrist strength and then once again he goes into learn about focus in a dark room where he has to watch the candle going from side to side without moving his head, which helps him to focus, you know, and I could go in into loads about focus, you know, what I mean, just learning about focus. I'll probably do a, a podcast one day where I talk about just focus. Yeah. Um, the next thing he learns is agility he has to hit the poles that reflect the light um, as they're turning around. And he does this. He moves on to the next stage where he has to learn about, um, he has to toughen up his head. So he's headbutting um, heavy bags. And as he's doing this, it, it's hurting him. And he's, the teacher stops, it knocks out on the floor and the teacher encourages him and says, you know what, if you learn this part, you, you will go on advance to the next stage where you learn all about the advanced boxing classes. But he, this is what, we need sometimes we need the encouragement just to see that you know what there's something after this there's something that we're going to get after we get past this stage whether it's in life whether it's at work whatever it is there's always something after the next stage and if you lose that motivation just think sip step back a little bit and say where am i getting to you know what i mean and lute was getting so close and he was getting a little bit discouraged because it was a hard task to go through but he did it and he went into the advanced classes of um, of boxing. So he was able to learn his Kung Fu. And like he's able to learn these things. Like if I think about it, it's like thinking about the Karate Kid where Mr. Miyagi teaches Danielson about wax on, wax off. Obviously, there's the new Karate Kid. But I'm not really thinking about it. I'm just thinking about the lesson. It's the same lesson. You, you've put your foot, um, the the coat on the floor, pick it up, put it on, take it off, throw it on the floor. There's all of that. It's the same thing. Like if you're going to do some things you learn, like they're a way of life. It's not just to do it because you want to learn something. It's to do it because you know what? I need to do this and I need to be successful at it. And I need to make sure it becomes a daily practice. So the daily practices that you do can help you. So whether it's reading, if you read just a normal book, it's going to help you to read like harder books you know if you're working out standing up or like doing a squat while you work might just be like something to help you to because you've got this end goal you know that you need you that you've got in the back of your mind that you want to reach so it's best that you actually just do the things daily in a, in your daily life and it becomes a practice and so you'll be able to use these things as you go forward so it was just looking at that this because I'm looking at this because he had to learn the basics. If you don't learn the basics, you will never, ever, ever, ever get to like the more hard stream things. You have to toughen up your body. You have to toughen up, toughen up your mind, topple up your topple, 
toughen up your spirit, your soul, and what you're going for. You have to toughen up. It's like um, there's no use building a house without having a firm foundation. If you do not have a foundation, which is the basics, there's no way you're going to go anywhere. There's no way you're going to do anything you're supposed to do. Think about it. Yeah. So he goes on, he studies his forms, he's learning, he's sparring with all of the um, his his peers and he's mastered all his techniques within five years so imagine he's done all this he's gone through all the training and he's still got this goal on his mind but what happens is the teachers as he's about to like advance to the next class the teacher stops him and goes he has advanced in the last five years now i'm going to issue him a challenge if he can beat me when i've got my sword then he's able to be promoted to the next stage and what you see here once again is the hard work and dedication of Luther and he goes forward and he is able to like practice so he first off he tries to beat him with a stick he loses he goes away and practice with another stick he comes back with this different um weapon and he tries to beat the teacher can't beat the teacher and he goes away again and he trains and practice to come back because he has this goal he has this mission he has a mission statement which we'll go into i think um it won't be in this podcast but the next podcast i do we will go into it and he's practicing he's practicing he's practicing and while practicing he like he engineers he's being resourceful again once again he engineers this three section staff which he creates himself and so he versus his teacher beats his teacher and then he's able to go on to the next stage of his training. But in this, they want to give him um, his own chamber to start moving up and advancing in. So what he's asked, though, is for his mission, the same mission that he had from the beginning of the show until now, which is he wants to go and he wants to build a school for the people so that people can defend themselves. The school wasn't having it. The Shaolin school wasn't having it and said, listen, you need to leave the temple as a beggar. And I think they kind of did this on purpose. So he's able to go out and fulfill his mission because it's something that's in his soul. And when he goes out and he's mourning for his family and stuff, he, he comes across some people, um, the same people who were like the tyrants and they try to kill, they kill somebody, they try to kill somebody else. He saves the person. And then it's like synchronicity. It, 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 it leads him back into his mission where he has to teach people and he starts picking up students along the way, but he's not able to help them until he dealt with the main tyrant um, and the rebels that were there were able to help him. He created his own set of rebels and it goes out, he gets revenge. And in the end, you see him, he goes out and he, um, he helps the, the, the team, the, the people in his village, in his town, and so he's able to set up his his school for the people to defend themselves against this kind of tyranny. And what you see here is a man who with a goal, with a plan that's connected to his heart, his mind, his body, put everything into it and is able to accomplish it. And this is what I mean. You need to have that kind of mentality in order to make it these days, in order to get to where you want to get to. I'm talking to myself because I know I want to be a bit more vicious at getting the things I want to get to. And don't get it wrong. Yeah, I'm not trying to put a bad energy on it. I just want to make sure that when I push and when I go for what I want to go for, then it's done in a way where I'm doing it in like the best way possible to get to the best results. 
So um, I'm left with one of the one of the sayings that happened within the movie was, "People suffer when no one does anything about injustice." Now Santa says um, to someone on this, he says to somebody this um, very saying, and it's so true, it's so deep, and it's something that I really it really struck a chord with me because you see throughout life how. Many people you see like probably suffering at the hands of other people who are going through brutality. We've seen lately that it's happened again where somebody was beat up by police. And it wasn't this whole Black Lives Matter thing, but it was still, you know what? People were like, somebody was treated with injustice and nobody did nothing. There was a test I saw the other day where um, there was a kid walking on the street. And the man grabbed the kid and ran into an alley. And people just continue walking by like nothing happened. And you see this. And it's something that happens a lot. Because you see in other videos. Because it was a joke video. And it happened to many, many people. And nobody did anything. It was just like, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And we're reminded of like people who who did stand up for people. And who were sent away to prison. Like you got um, Malcolm X. He died. Literally got shot. Martin Luther King, same thing. Nelson Mandela got locked away. You know, you got all these people that do these things to help people. If nobody does anything, then people are going to live in like bad situations. And it's all, it's not all your fault, but you had a hand in it because you did nothing. But that's a total different podcast. We'll go into that. And next time, you know. So we've reached the end of our show. Thank you guys once again for listening. Please, please, please leave any questions or feedback on Facebook on Craig Clark King Mindset or Instagram on Craig underscore Clark underscore King underscore Mindset. And that's on Instagram. Please, please, please. I love your feedback. I want to hear from you. I want to hear anything you have to say, positive or negative. Watch it on a negative. But um, yeah, please feel free to share this with anybody you feel may need this you'll be doing them a favor and you'll be doing me a favor at the same time see you next time peace